my goal in general, if I were to give it one word, is to be in my personal finance journey to be agile. I think the word agile takes on a couple different forms. Generally, if you're agile, you're taking on intelligent decision-making. You are very adaptable. That's my main goal, to be agile. Well, one thing we've had, we've had a little more time. I mean, we've got 10 years on uh, on Duke and D. Will here. And speaking of playbooks, you know, we, we kind of covered yours a little bit, Nate. How about we go over to, to the Duke and D. Will and see, I mean, being 10, 12 years younger, 13 years younger, what is your playbook looking like? Um, I, as far as, you know, like my goal is to get to the PFU, POFU, kind of bringing it full circle. Because I think Nathan was describing his and then mm-hmm. that tan- tangented, tangented onto a couple different routes. You're with all the good verbs today. I don't know if that's an actual verb, but it's all <laughs> good if it's it. not. Um, but yeah, to get back to that, I think my goals, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, obviously I have some short-term goals, get myself in a house and uh, have that uh, be paying to property that I actually own, you know, not uh, some that someone else owns because I'm just contributing to their POFU um, at this point. That's a, that's a very short-term goal. But I have goals in the future of, um, you know, of course, being a, in a, a debt-free individual. I think that's everyone's goal. Consumer debt-free, of course. Uh, that gets you into a position where you have that level of confidence, just like we were talking about in the, in the, even in the corporate job situation. Once you make that um, jump mentally and understand that you and your family or you, you and the things you cherish most are the number one team and there's no reason to be loyal to anything but that, um, that's a that was a big step I think for me, and in my goals, uh, I do feel more confident now in my uh, you know financial decision making as far as uh, moving forward into the future. But I, I also I, you know I'm definitely young into my journey towards the POFU, very young in the, in the uh, the first stepping stones. Uh, but I think my goals, as I stated, yeah, be be debt free. Of course, I've got student loan debt, and I I it's something that I've struggled with. Sorry, one second. My uh, mic stand is about to fall off. You lock it up. So I'll throw a comment in here while you're fixing that, Duke. So I sent you guys a screenshot, or not a screenshot, but a, a, p- a picture from that book that I'm reading that I think you guys should all check out. It's really good. It's called The Psychology of Money. But in that book, there's a there's a profound statement about Warren Buffett and said that Warren Buffett has created somewhere around $82 billion of his net worth after his 65th birthday. And so the comment is about time. If it's worth anything to you, I probably had a net worth of right around zero when I was 34 years old, right around the time of my divorce, give or take. And so what I have been able to do over the course of the last, call it 10 years or so, you know, just just think about how much extra time that you guys have. Absolutely. Another good example of that, I don't know his name, but isn't the, the gentleman that founded KFC had a similar journey. Oh, the Colonel. Yeah, Colonel. didn't didn't Colonel he Sanders, the Colonel. Literally all of his net worth like close to the last 15 years of his life. Well, yeah, I think I think he started KFC right around his 60th birthday, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so it's a similar yeah. yeah, there's always the journey is young for me and uh, and that's okay. Like I I I'm I'm walking down the path with a level of confidence um that I'm comfortable with. Like right. I feel good about um you know, I, I have a lot of student debt for sure. Um, invested a lot in my education, 
But um, and even though, you know, in my current role, actually, I'm not in a level uh, or I'm not working within a field that's exactly related to my um, more heavily invested education. But I've been able to apply the skills that I acquired during that time to my current role. It's it's taking um, a science based skill set and applying it to the business world. And um, and I've finally found it in myself to feel confident that that's OK, because it the society you know societal norms will tell you okay you go to you get your undergrad degree you go to a grad degree you're you're looking at something very specialized and then there's there was several years there where i felt pretty down because i was like i'm not doing what i thought i would be doing with my grad degree and in fact i i don't think i was at that time it was a very it was a transitional state but now uh but now i am um, I'm applying the same. I, I literally, I tell my coworkers all the time. I apply the same exact um, style of steps of what I'm taking, the steps I'm taking uh, that I did when I was researching in, in a science field to what I'm doing now in the business world. And so that is uh, that was a big a big goal for me was to get comfortable feeling that way. But in the long term, I, I do think that the POFU absolutely to your guys's point earlier in the in the very first few episodes you're talking about passive income increasing your act you know to the point where you're just you're raking it in you know um that would be a great uh, a great goal i think anyone can agree but um that that's what my goal would be whether the passive income is doing a podcast or owning a rental income or a rental property and bringing in income that way that's a goal of mine for sure you know when you're starting off it seems like such a mountain hill mountain that you're trying to climb you know to get to that pofu but then you realize you know kind of the the strategy and the math that goes into it it's not as challenging as it really seems like you you start chipping away at it and it's you know again going back to compounding interest and going back to smart investments building a million dollars in wealth seems like it would take a lifetime but if you do it properly and you make smart decisions and, and you make good investments, you can see that, you know, that $10,000 turn into $100,000 in a couple of years. And then all of a sudden that $100,000 turns into $500,000. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say any of us are wealthy, but if you make good decisions, you put yourself into a position where you can take that small investment and make it a huge sum of money in not as long a time as it seems. We've said it many times on this podcast that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Right. And another comment on Warren Buffett is, I read recently, some the reporter says, Warren, you give away all your secrets for free. How come nobody takes advantage of your teachings? And his response is, nobody wants to get rich slow. And that's it. Everybody yeah. wants to get rich quick. You don't need to make a million dollars to save a million dollars. And when you try to get rich quick, that's when you get bit. And that's right. when you end up losing money or not getting the returns that you want. And that's what sets you back. Right. And to dovetail off that, I've got a couple of things. Well, first one is there's a book called Younger Next Year. Right. I mean, just think of the title. And I haven't, I haven't, you know, dove in, like, I'll start next year. I'll be younger next year. It's, it's actually about a about fitness book and it's about being healthy and whatnot. But just think about it. It's like, Jeremiah, you're just entering your prime right now. I, I, I concur. So my, my point is everyone <laughs> thinks I'll be younger. I'll do it next year. I'll be younger and stronger. I won't get boxed in next year. That's right. Oh, <laughs> nice. It happens. Doubtful. 
<laughs> and, there, and I have a, I have a, you can go look at my computer here and, uh, at my office and the, I have a, I have a, a sticky note that says start the process, right? So my whole, my, what I'm going to on this is start, right? It doesn't mean you have to hit the home run ball. I mean, a couple singles and a couple more singles next to you, know, you got to, you got to run in, right? So just start the process, whatever it is, just start. If it's going to be investing in some stocks, okay, start the process. If that's what that's your angle. You want to, you know, podcast, you guys have to start the process. Okay. How do you, you know, how do you make a little bit of money doing that now? Right. So maybe you seek some other, I mean, we're doing it for a bottle of whiskey, but maybe you guys, you guys are <laughs> much more astute than we are. have a better, you know, have a better angle. You've been out there longer, more audience. How do you monetize your, your, your podcast? I mean, that's something that you guys truly love. And I, I we hear your passion when you guys do your 40th episodes and 41 can be really soon how do you monetize that right and maybe you have to pivot a little bit to to say maybe we got to change our subject which is not us but maybe we have to to make money doing it i don't know right but if you i guarantee you again like we talked about earlier you three are extremely intelligent individually no, maybe not me but <laughs> right but i added those two to, in, including yours and made them intelligent okay <laughs> you you may bring down the average but they bring it back up this guy went to michigan over here so my point is it's like there's 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 opportunities out there. You have to figure out what path works for you, and but I think the most part of it is start the process and then have fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, part of it was with with you know Ben and I, we had, we had fun doing it. You know, I, I had a lot of fun growing the portfolio. Where I became stagnant and then when, and I wanted to sell is when was when it became boring for me. You know, meaning the thrill of the hunt, finding the next property, buying it, and then bringing it up to speed and doing this. But once it became maintenance mode. I want nothing to do with it. So how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it interesting? How do you monetize it? There's so many new ways today to monetize that we had never had that an angle. So you guys are way ahead of us. Well, so the like the POFU goal for me, like I'd like to be, you know, in an ideal world, I'd like to be Iron Mike, like mid fifties and, and I'm 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 good I'm good to go that route. And I think, uh, you know, I come from a background where, you know, I went to a small private school for college. I do, I did pay off all of my student loan debt and all that kind of stuff early on, uh, just based on my situation. But I also, for eight years, like just rode my bike around. Uh, but I also like to take those experiences and like, I mean, the getting to the POFU, it's like, it's not, there's no set, like, this is what you have to do, right? Because there's just so much that changes from generation to generation. And I think like you mentioned, like the millennial crowd, you know, what can you do to, to, I think honestly, like the millennial crowd, like that, that's, you have to look further than that. Like you have to look into the Gen Z crowd, like what do they find value and what can you invest in that they're going to find value in now? Like, and I, I look at like my, my situation, like one of the hardest things for me, we've talked about like, um, you know, what Nathan mentioned, like, as far as like how we have to look at things as far as employment goes and all that kind of stuff, like where, you know, I, I come from a background where it's like, okay, the cycling thing, like you have to be loyal and like you're, you're a team player, you're a team member, you, you have to be loyal um, to a degree, but you also have to fight for your own placement on, you know, to, to keep growing and like you have to fight for your own results. You have to be selfish to some degree. And that's something I, I have to, I, daily state take a step back and look at and just say okay you know like yeah I, you have to be you know loyal to one maybe it's a, your current job you know your current business okay i'm going to be loyal to this business but 
in cycling in pro cycling it was like you have to be loyal to the team but you also have to be loyal to yourself and make the gains that you need to make to continue your career and to get results and to um, build a resume and all that kind of stuff and that's something I've had to break from and almost kind of focus on and honestly it wasn't so much the thing that I can relate to the most is the the training aspect of of you know the pro cycling where it's like you're out there on your own on the road every day if you're looking out for yourself and you're looking out for what gains that you can make to contribute to your overall career and all that and to your team and all that. But now it's, now it's a little bit different and there's a lot of politics involved. There's politics involved in sports. There's politics, you know, like, as you know, Ben in, in, in football, there's a lot of politics. There's in you know, anything you do in, in, as you know, in water skiing, there's a lot of politics, <laughs> uh, Jeremiah. So, you know, it, it's, no, it's, they're just broken ankles, bro. Yeah. It, so it, it's just, it's for me, like that's the biggest separation, like Matt with rowing, you know, it's like the same kind of thing. Like Nathan, you you were a collegiate golfer, you know, like like things like that, like you, the things that you have to, you almost have to change your mindset, and it has to be a, it really has to be a lifestyle if you're gonna it, contribute or like to to make a dent into the POFU. It, and it's it, honestly, it's like, why don't we have Iron Mike here right now? Because he'd be able to tell us really what what has to happen. But it's it's that's the biggest thing for me. I'd like I'd like to be mid fifties and say, okay, I'm in the POFU. But in order to, in order to do that, you have to like constantly like on a on a yearly basis, almost like re reevaluate what's what is valuable to other people and what what kind of market that you can get into and invest in and things like that to adapt to the, the ongoing changes that are happening. Like we talk about the stuff like Matt and I talk about it with where it's this new stuff that comes out like on a, you know, it, it, maybe it's been under the covers for a while, but the Gen Z crowd that are into the most ridiculous things that you wouldn't think are valuable or, or that hold value that they all of a sudden like are exploding in the marketplace and like NFTs, NFTs, like things like that you wouldn't know. And so like for me, like from a, from a working standpoint, I have to get in the mindset of, you know, yes, stick your, stick your head out for your, for yourself, you know, from coming from a sporting background, you're so stuck into that. You got to be loyal and you got to be like, stick with this one thing. But you kind of have to break away from that and and take it from like the individual athlete stand background that we all have and and kind of go, OK, I got to look out for myself. What's going to what's going to be the next thing for me and what can I do to improve myself and improve my situation? And, and your team really is your family at that point. So it's it's been been said earlier. So but, but I think there's a challenge there because you know, I'm, I'm not combating you by any means. But so. You know, I look at, I get asked in like different interviews or as I grow through the industry, it's like, Jeremy, what's your weakness? And, you know, you can always, you always spin it. It's like, it's a weakness. I ask, I ask a lot of questions. I like to be involved. I work then, too hard. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. Right. I'm but very self-critical. Yeah. <laughs> so all these things. So really one of my, one of my mentors actually told me my real answer one day. And he says, Jeremy, you know what your weakness is? Self-promotion. And why is it self-promotion? Because I've grown up in the in the atmosphere where I played team sports. I played, you know, football, basketball, all kind of good things. And and team was bigger than me. But I would challenge you today to say it's not. You have to self-promote. And D. Will has been and was just saying that. And I guess I'm twisting it, dovetailing it off that to build in some building Daisy blocks. Daisy chaining. Yes, right. That's right. Um, going Peter North. Um, on that and saying that you've got to self-promote and it, it sounds egotistical it sounds very but 
you know, one dimensional, but you have to do it if to, to get ahead to certain cases. But I, I struggle with it as a person because my look at my team is bigger than me. And I, and from, from my perspective, I, I, I struggle with it and I, and I, and that's one of my weaknesses and I'm okay with it. You're saying EOT is bigger than you. It is because you know what? <laughs> what's going to happen is on the second to last lap at Grattan 2021, I'm going to take a massive pull, and it will do nothing for the team. That is okay. the only this time on you ever. We've recorded old. this. This is he actually did <laughs> just said that. So we're holding him. Listen, to it. the, the only second, pull, the second to last Jeremiah lap, takes one win. pull every night at Grattan, and it's always on the last lap. You know why? Because one pull. I get stuck out. I feel like I want to help the team, and I get stuck out in the wind because everybody pulls back. Um, and your boy, Mr. I unload the front end and take everybody out. Mr. Whatever his name is, Heideko. I, I, <laughs> I always get, I always go to the front because everyone else pulls back. I do have a comment on that. Um, <laughs> so one thing that we've discussed on the, I think it's actually been off record on the EOT podcast, but within the realm, something I'm sure we would talk about for sure. My mic stand's coming off again. Um, the, uh, the idea of the helmet stickers. Oh yeah. Let's Did do you this. guys... No, that so was on this last episode. I don't know we, if we talked about I think we talked off off air. Yeah. But um, we thought it'd be like just a fun thing to do. Everyone knows Grattan is one of those uh, seasonal events uh, where local bike enthusiasts get to kind of compete, really. I mean, it's sure. the easiest way to do so uh, in kind of a sandbox environment. And I would say overall a relatively safe environment. So you obviously have no cars or anything, and generally you hope that uh, folks around you are being responsible. But except free ride McBride. Yeah, except <laughs> for him. Um, but know. but we discussed this idea of um, you know a lot of football teams do like the helmet stickers. So we thought it'd be like a lot of fun to just bring some enthusiasm back into into Grattan because it maybe in some opinions maybe he's been stagnant or whatever it may be not within our group but um we as a group want to bring that enthusiasm back and so we thought helmet stickers for like jeremiah pulling on the last lap making Yahtzee. something happen you're a sticker yahtzee it'd be fun uh, i mean so, are they going to be little like uh yeah like little you know like quarter size smaller uh, EOT stickers yeah, yeah like, like little like just like the little eclipse yeah. on dime tap. size and just, just the, the just the just the logo. image of the we got to come logo. up with a scale for what gets a sticker though right well there's yeah. two types of stickers we discussed there's a like oh, a just white on. white sticker background with a black logo, that's just for a good effort. You've done well for the team. If you actually get the race win for the team, that should be like five stickers. You right? get a holographic sticker. Holographic. Ooh. Okay. It's the same size. And then and then we rotate it per week. Like so, this week's Ben's week, and he gets to nominate who he thinks who gets the sticker oh. gets the stickers, oh, and I then like next that. week's Matt, then next week's and it goes David. around. The, yeah. the race winner gets the sticker by default. Yeah, the race winner does. But then the other stickers. If you feel like somebody did a smart move or a good move, you you have jurisdiction that week to say you get a sticker. Is this rewards only? Can there be a sticker deduction for bad moves? Yes. Man, th- for sticky. example, yes. if, I, if D. Will gives me a big pull for a preem and I am unable to sprint by him, would that be a sticker deduction? <laughs> yes. No, it would be just a deduction. You would just yes. transfer your sticker to... Sticker to transfer. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Transfer of stickers um, will carry on a level of penalty to them. <laughs> okay, I like. How it. did we get here? Well, no, no, I think I think once you've earned your sticker, you've earned it. If you make a good play, then you you get you get the uh, the the EOT sticker placed on your helmet, and that I think if you get a white sticker. If you've earned a white sticker, you made a good play. It has to be a legitimate thing where it's like, okay, you 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 actually deserve this. It's not like, okay, yeah, 
uh, Jeremiah decided to finally put his nose in the wind, <laughs> so he gets a sticker. No, we're not. No one gets a. No one gets a, a little uh, a smiley face sticker for that. You have to actually because I feel like in today's society, everyone, f- the, everyone really feels, and and the race chaser dad would be a perfect guy to talk about this. Everyone feels like they des- deserve a gold sticker for anything they do. So participation. So stickers? you actually have to earn. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, no you, participation. No, stickers. You, you don't get one for showing up. Shit. Yeah. You cannot just just get a sticker because I I was here and I happened to be in the rotation for the whatever we did. You have to be. It has to be an earned thing. It'd be Got like, it. um, you know, there there is an eclipse on tap uh, contingent in the break, and uh, someone bridges over to the. Um, to the from from Eclipse on Tap bridges from the from the group t- back up to the field and helps that individual that was up all on their own you know either soloing or competing against um, our competition. Got it. Uh, yeah, that that would be worthy. But I think we that that all came into play because you're talking about the team, you know. So so well, it, I, I it wanted, is yeah. It's, it's I wanted to touch on that again because D Will, you brought up some good points, and I want to I just want to talk about that loyalty piece again because there's nothing wrong with loyalty. But I think the key is to figure out who your team is that you need to be loyal to. And I talked about that before. It's your family, right? It's, it's your people at home, it's, and it's yourself, really. There's nothing wrong with being selfish in the corporate world and getting to your own goals. And, and to steal a phrase from my boy Jerry over here, it's, it's all about make a plan, work a plan, right? And something you said, D. Will, is like, okay, and I think I heard you say this, like one of your goals is you want to be like Iron Mike, right? Like mid-50s is when you get to – you know, decide to walk away and do whatever you want. So th- that's the beautiful thing about this this uh, personal finance thing is that it's at the end of the day, it's math. And I love the reverse engineer. So pick an age. Okay, 55, 50, whatever it is. Okay, so that's the age. How many years do I have between then and now? I don't know, 23 years, something like that. Okay, then the difficult part is to project what your expenses might be then. But you can get a, get a pretty good idea. So you can say, okay, here's what my expenses might be. And you can factor in cost of living. Like Again, it's math, math, math. You can figure out what you need. Okay, so now we have a number that I need to be at at age 54, whatever. And say, okay, I need to have cash flow or dividends or some sort of you know, passive type income to get me there. And you can break it down. Okay, so then over the course of the next five years, here's where I need to be. And you can have markers after 10, 15, 23, whatever. And that's the beautiful thing about this whole game, man. It's all math. And you can just reverse engineer it. If there's one thing, and Jerry and I have made tons of mistakes in our journey, if you call it, but if there's one thing that both he and I can pat ourselves on the back for is that we took action. We did something. We didn't stop and wait for a market crash. We didn't try to read more books. We didn't try, you know, we didn't wait. Eventually, you got to do something. You got to take action. And it doesn't have to be buying an investment property. It could be buying a stock or it could be, buying an nft whatever it is like take the time to educate yourself but then at some point you got to take action and once you take that first step that's the start man you know the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and that's where you that's what that's what you got to do you got to take action you got to go make a start this is something that just came to mind and i like it make your personal finance journey a verb not an adjective Mm, action there you go action the, no, smart, you can, the you smartest say, guy at the table just you can, said that. You can say, um, <laughs> you know, wealthy is an adjective. That's Wealthy takes on many forms. But to get to a point to where you think whatever that adjective means to you is going to require uh, some action. 
of her action, mm-hmm. sacrifice, risk. Yeah, always maybe a little bit of all. There's, yeah, yeah. There's risk reward. I mean, and you look at it overall and you go, okay, maybe just making a budget. I mean, that's okay too. You know, I mean, it's like it's an action, right? Um, creating a plan. That's an action. Thinking about it in general. Sure, no question. You know, like and, this. and Duke to 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 go back. You know, it it's okay to rent. By the way, we've all done it, and it's not. It's in certain cases, renting is not a bad thing. I mean, you look at overall, you go, okay, renting, um, the cost of a house ownership, that may outweigh the cost of renting, by the way. You may find it's cheaper to rent than it is to buy. That's that's a whole other discussion. It makes you more nimble. I mean, you're not tied to anything. So depending on what your goals are and things like that, it's okay. If it fits into your pl- that's what your plan is, execute. That was the, the one last thing I think I wanted to daisy chain off of D. Will's comments because um, – you talked about, you know, what's important to the, the Gen Z's or the millennials or whatever. Like, I don't care what's important to anybody. You got to ask yourself what's important to you because that's really all that matters. Like it, once the minute you start to compare yourself to somebody else, you've already lost. Like because even though Jerry and I, our investment strategies are pretty similar, like we're in totally different places in our lives. Everybody's in a different place. Like what you want is what's ma- er, is what matters to you. Like who cares what anybody else wants? And that, that definition of wealth who's better off the guy that makes half a million a year and spends half a million or the guy that makes 40 and spends 30. So to that point, yeah. Going back to uh, David, you know, he spent, what do you spent nine years as a pro cyclist? Yeah. Living the life that all of us would have wanted to live. Yeah. He didn't have a million dollars in the bank, but, but you have experiences that nobody, yeah. What are we all working towards that freedom, that, that ability to go do whatever you want, whenever you want, just ability to go be yourself do what it is if if money was not a factor what would you want to do and david did that early on and although like you said you know didn't always pay the best but look at look at the experiences you had i mean we we are all everyone at this table is envious of the time that you spent the dedication you had the places you went so in in essence you know you were kind of in the pofu although exactly I lived a POFU <laughs> early 20s. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Now, now I'm back to building a POFU now. I'm building, building a foundation of POFU. Wait, is yeah. this you or Fred Hayes? I'm not sure. Um, no, Fred Hayes didn't do that. Oh, no, all, right, no. all right. No, but I think, well, I mean, what I got to, I, I, I don't know, just like the comment I made on uh, what what they find value in like, as far as the Gen Z or the millennials. or I, I, I talk about, yeah, I am a millennial, but the, I'm looking at like, what are you going to invest in that they find value in like long term? Because I feel like you have to look ahead and see, like I'm not comparing myself to a Gen Z or anything like that. Not comparing myself financially or like comparing anything. I'm just saying what, like what's an opportunity that I can jump into that they find value in like the NFT thing or like whatever it is like, or, or uh, any crypto currency or whatever the hell you, you, I mean, you guys, I, I, I don't know, but like whatever it is, look at those opportunities that they find you're starting to see trends and value in, you know, and, and like what, what you can jump into right now that, that might in 10, 15 years become something way like you don't see it now. You you think Mm -hmm. it's, Oh, it might be dumb now, but in 10, 15 years, it could be something totally blown up that, that you wouldn't even expect. And you're ahead. That's that further ahead of the game. And you're like, Oh, I already, I invested that back in, 
2020 and now it's worth this much or like that the value has gone up that much and it's because of this generation of people who find value in something that you maybe you know 15 20 years before didn't think had any worth at all you yeah. know that's that's the thing that I'm, I'm looking at like you know what look ahead of the game a little bit as like generations wise as, as far as what they're finding more and more value in. you know that's what i meant no, i hear that. you does anybody at this table have a really true deep understanding of crypto and blockchain and nfts or any None. of that stuff i do <laughs> i yeah. figured you would you guys you guys i got think that. we're gonna have to have you guys come back for a say, whole special um, crypto episode you guys got that featuring that, the Duke. uh bitcoin thing that i sent you on instagram it's a fantastic video oh, and it's it so good. describes it, it it's yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. these peddlers that are yeah. like i'll trade or barters i guess back in you know ancient call it, time yeah, yeah like 1000 ad whatever or or before that i don't know but they they the dude walks up to the the peddling stand and he's like i'll trade you this rabbit for this you know chicken chicken yeah. or yeah. whatever yeah whatever <laughs> Chickens have no value. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they go back and forth and another dude walks up and he's like trying to barter with gold and they're all like, what the fuck can I do with gold? Yeah. <laughs> it's of no value to me. Well, now that's. It's know. exactly true. And I think that, yeah, I won't get too into it, but I have done I, the majority of the uh, personal like reading time that I've done lately has been on that. And um, we, that that's a, that's a whole episode. It would be, it would yeah. be fun to, to do that. But um, but I think the one thing to kind of get it back to like your, your finishing point, Ben, my goal in general, I think if I were to give it one word is to be in my pers personal finance journey to be agile. I think the word agile takes on a couple different forms. Generally, if you're agile, you're taking on intelligent decision-making, you are, um, very adaptable and you, um, have the level of confidence to jump into something that is going to give you a nice return. I think it's a word that kind of sums up all those different, I don't know, uh, like directions, you know, that, mm -hmm. that make up a journey yep. towards the POFU. That, that's, that's my main goal to be sure. agile. Yeah. That, that, that's it. That, I like that agile. You know, what's such, what's ironic about that is like, you know, when we talk about crypto and whatever, it's like, you might as well go out and just spend a hundred bucks on 20 up to $2,000 because one of them's going to fucking hit. The other day I look at Dodgy coin. Doge. Yeah, Dogecoin. whatever. Classic boomer pronunciation. Right, amateur. <laughs> yeah, you clearly don't have a clue what you're talking about. Well, only I know is like three months ago, it was point zero zero two cents. What, what's it worth today? About seven cents. Yes. Actually, closer, um, closer about, to five is when I looked at it the other yeah, day. Yeah, it hit seven though, recently, yeah. yeah. So my point is, for 100 bucks at point zero zero two cents going to seven cents is, you know, not bad return. And they, they forecast it's going to go to a dollar. Right. So it's, it's an like interesting that that is that's a whole and Bitcoin's going to 300 apparently. Yeah. So, Ethereum yeah. to 100. There's I mean, there's so projections all over the place. It's a, it's yeah. definitely a, a frontier that is worth, uh, you know, potentially. I don't know if you guys are interested, maybe making a, an episode out of. I think we need to bring uh, nothing against D, D. Will and Nathaniel, but you're out. OK. And uh, Duke <laughs> knows about uh, crypto. OK. Now, I think we're, we'll have to have you guys come back for a crypto episode. I think it'd also be a good idea. I've been really interested in doing a whole episode on the value of college because I think from the time when the three of us went to college is different and you're 10 being 10 or so years younger. I think you guys got to come back too because well, we're all college graduates. And right, and then you look at your kids, my kids, exactly. even the five-year gap maybe yeah. between your kids and my kids. So 
I think it's a good time to wrap up and this I'll, episode. And also, Nathaniel, the kids that, that both you and Hoss don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> so we're pretty sure that this episode 10 that we've recorded, we'll probably break it up and make it 10 and 11. So we're going to wrap this one up, and I'll tell the listeners that this is not the last time that they've heard from the EOT guys because we just said we're going to have you back for a couple of different episodes. But I uh, just want to say, hey, thanks for coming, guys. This was fantastic. Cheers. Thanks. Good combo. Thanks for having us. Good Absolutely. combo. One more cheers. Thank you for having yeah. us on. All right. You know, I, I and I what, what's ironic about all this whole thing is I, I like the the power of five versus two, right? Meaning regarding the minds. I mean, Ben is. I mean, he's a he's an Ivy Leaguer. Um, he's <laughs> he's, an, he's simple though. He's an architect that hasn't built a fucking thing. Um, besides, um, besides your entire real estate portfolio, right? I was just gonna say, That's besides his POFU empire, <laughs> besides he's our IT guy that needs help from the Duke all the fucking time. But uh, know your weakness, Jerry. Right. I know my weakness, and I got I call in the resources. Right, collaboration right. is one of the greatest things that humanity has ever right had. But I I, I think my my biggest takeaway with here was was the fact that collaborative that was it was awesome having you guys on. And I and, and to plagiarize the late great Duke, be agile. I like it. Agile. Yeah. That's be the name. Fluid. That's the name of the episode. That's right. Cheers. Yeah. In a sense, be fluid. And right. that's that's uh, taking something from the race chaser dad. When you're planning for your eclipse, be fluid. Okay. When you're planning for your personal finance, be fluid. The race chaser. Let's be real. He is in a position of fuck you <laughs> at this point in time. Right. Cheers to yeah. be will. Right. Be will. Be will. Shout out to Cheers. Cheers. All right. Okay, boys. That's Adios. it. Giddy up. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We would love it if you would subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at POFU Podcast. And as always, we would love for you to join us in our conversation. Send us an email at POFUPodcast at gmail.com.